one. And the the one where the shot he screams at the shocker. Um, I think. I will chase you to the ends of the earth. Yeah. I know that's not that right. No, that is. Good. No, that's what he meant. Is it? Oh, good. That guy acts pretty big. Hey, Blades is weird. Or whatever, he freak out. It depends on the angle, though. That one doesn't, but that one does. Oh, that one does, yes. But he doesn't have sunnies, and he has a lightsaber. Well, because I couldn't show Blades, that's scary. I think that's just a um, weird knockoff of Judge Dredd, maybe. I thought it was Punisher. But, no, remember the Punisher just had, had like a long down. hair and weird blue clothes? Yeah. I didn't like it. That's good. Cool. Black Cat's like Captain America, but only a little bit. Cool. That's its, that's its butt. Yeah. <laughs> like a baboon. Yeah. Cool. Ladies and future boys. She's scared of the baboon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the School of Nerds, the only podcast that sounds like Shirley Puffin stuff looks. My name is Tyra DePaula, and this week I've made a return to a franchise I have not given much time yet. A gaming franchise that has been running since 1997, across multiple generations, multiple locations, and even multiple companies making them. When I first played Fallout New Vegas, I had no idea how complex the story would be. I just did whatever mission was closest to me. Until the game started to reach its conclusion, and with no allegiances I went with the Yes Man ending for those who know it. Uh, I killed all the followers of the apocalypse, I killed all the Lichen, and then I got rid of the NCR. Um, I also killed the weird computer guy that kind of looked like Walt Disney. I didn't know what I was doing. I ended up pretty much getting the bad ending just by accident. Because ah. in my brain, I'm like, oh yeah, you do all the missions in the video games. But then it's, you're supposed to have, like, loyalty or something. <laughs> I did not. Who? Um, I don't know who the loyalty is. I've never met him. No. Then in Fallout 4, I ditched the story immediately um, and tried walking to the Witch Museum in Salem. I met creatures way too powerful to deal with and decided the game was too hard. Um, it's almost like you play video games wrong. I'm just really bad at... They have to, it takes a lot to hold my attention at the start. But the last oh, day, no. you also played wrong. I was just meandering around looking at stuff. Hence the reason. Cool. I might not play video games. It's a pretty but house. you play them wrong. The Village house is pretty and it's cool to look at. You're like, oh, check out, check out this, this. Take the eye out of the ring and then you don't put it in the statue. You kind of walk off with it. Does he play it wrong or is he playing the wrong games? Yeah. For him. I should be playing I mean, he plays a lot of simulators. That's good, though. They've got a bunch of SpongeBob cars now. Who? Sponge, he's, he's excited. It's he's his the game. little creature who live under the sea in a pineapple. Yeah. All right. So uh, recently, I have returned to the wasteland, um, and I'm actually paying attention this time. Upon reading about the plans for Vault One uh, One Eleven, I decided to research some of the Vault Vault Tech's more interesting ideas. Joining me this week, we have my synth friend and producer Kyle. Oh, my. We have our ghoul, Mr. Cola. Oh. <laughs> and our uh, the glowing one, Megan Chickatillo. Yeah. They are um, in Radioactive. Radioactive. <laughs> You're radioactive, and Trey could be Nuku Cola this episode. Nuku. Alright. Oh, boy. Alright, and I oh, am boy. reading off of a screen <laughs> oh, instead of paper. So. It's bright up in here. It's stressing me out. 
to get to get to our tour of some of Vault Tech's facilities, I feel like we should first cover some broader strokes to explain the fictional universe this podcast is currently in. I thought you were going to get Meg to explain it. Meg, what up? Has she ever seen a Fallout? No. no. Meg hit it. Um. So you turn the TV on, or yeah. the whatever console thing you are using as well. You turn that on, and you put this the the thing in, and you, you go. And you fall out of things, and that's the objective of the game. To fall out. Yeah, just fall out. Boys and girls, I'm pretty sure you just had the birds and the bees talk. (laughs) Once you fall out, it's all downhill. And then it falls out. Yes. Yes, that is how that happens. But if you've already started the hump, you just kind of awkwardly poke, and everyone's pain. What? Yeah, man. Yep, so let's, let's. Okay, the reality in the fallout timeline is pretty much the same as ours up until. The dropping of Fat Man and Little Boy. What? The Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That was box. their code names. Uh-huh. Once the world saw what atomic weapons could do, the world grew very fearful of a nuclear Armageddon. Uh, given current events, this may be pretty timely. Um, I mean, Cold War was literally that. I mean, we're rebooting it. No, because like, it's currently. no longer cold. Uh-uh, we microwaved it. Just battle. Yes. Um... Yeah, what separates the fallout of us from ours is what people did with atomic energy. They used it for science. Suddenly, the late 40s, early 50s era had futuristic technology we still have not sort of reached yet. Except for the little watches on your phone. Ours are a lot smaller than that big-ass Pip-Boy. Yeah. But we don't have sweet robot butlers. Just just Roomba. Not yet. Uh, yeah, and because it's 50s does future, you get that cool stylistic crossover of old school and grim futurism. And then we jump forwards towards the 23rd of October 2077. The world had burned through its resources and things started to unravel once again. The uh, the fear of nuclear war has returned and then the bombs dropped. And, and you know, fallout then happens from there out. Oh. Okay. Stepping back a bit, we need to go through a quick explanation of vault Tech. Uh, the the company that makes the vaults we're talking about this week. Did I mention we're doing vaults? No. Fuck, that should have been in my you notes. You just mentioned that we're doing Fallout. Yeah, well, doing podcast. I'm tour guiding your asses through some vaults. That's what's happening here. <laughs> I had to have numbers. Yeah, oh. yeah I, they've all got numbers. Um, they all got the same message. Oh, that's the Fall most important. Out. That's the message. Oh no, I got pick numbers. And then I picked one and he was like, Nah. Oh, that one doesn't work. Then pick that's another what he number. Did to me. And yeah, so I picked just... another number and he's like, Nah, that number doesn't work. And then you got... I'm in the middle of class. And you've got hearts. So I'm like, I'm just going to start punching numbers in while the kids can't see it in my pocket. And then he got mad at me because he asked for five and I sent six. And then you got hard sounds right over here who gave one. <laughs> I thought you were joking. I did five. Meg, Meg, I was sitting at Meg's a computer, and then he um, yelled at me because I, I gave, like, seven or eight. Yeah, you just started throwing numbers at me with no end in sight. Um, Alright, so, in the late 21st century, the American government pretty much accepted that nuclear war was imminent, um, and Vault Tech was founded to work on Project Safe House. Uh, they were given trillions of dollars to develop 122 volts to keep people safe from the blast, and then to keep them alive until the radiation levels on the surface became habitable. 
So it's kind of like Wall-E, but rather than going to space, you go underground. Yeah. How many of them were located in Iowa? No. Uh, some of them, because not every number's been documented yet, so I'm sure one of them. None of them are in Iowa because they didn't even bother bombing there. <laughs> They're like, wow, look at the devastation. It's like, we exactly. weren't bombed here. We'll just leave it. <laughs> this is just how it is. Sorry to our, where, what are we bitching about? Iowa. Yeah, sorry to our Idaho listeners. The, the trouble was, Vault-Tec is pretty shady, so these vaults became perfect opportunities to test the limits of, or experiment on, trapped and isolated people. Oh. Uh-oh. Take, for example, Vault 111, one of Meg's numbers, but also the protagonist's vault in Fallout 4. Is that the newest one? Nah, because there's a shitty online one that no, no that one doesn't likes. count. The one with Mothman. That's the one quality it has is Mothman. That's all I know about it. <laughs> Alright, so, um, yeah, Fallout Fall is the newest non-online one. This vault had the, um, customers cryogenically frozen until the radiation died down outside. In the opening bit of the game, you are defrosted to see your significant other, great album by Limp Bizkit, um, in the pod across from you, he, get, he or she gets killed and your baby is stolen before you freeze once again. When you wake up again, you scurry on out of there to either go to the witch museum or save your kid or whatever, man. I'm not your boss. I like spoiling You can the play the story mode if you like. <laughs> um, yeah. You like to spoil the ending? Me too. I already know the ending. Yeah, well, some girl on your Facebook, like, found out within, like, oh, yeah. a day of the game coming out because they just binged it. And then I spoiled it for everyone I knew who was playing it because... I don't like Fallout, so no one else should enjoy it. See, I, I, I don't really care about the the main storyline. I like the experience of it. Because it's kind of built a little bit like day and day, I feel. It's not like a tactical first-person shooter. If you're using your VATs, it's all built around, like, percentages and criticals and chances and stuff. So it sort of plays unique. And you can have your own sort of unique adventures. I like how I found that pretty dress. Oh, this is what you're talking about. Look See, that's not in like a, that's not like a design in the game. That's not a level. I was just like meandering around and you sound like sparkly red. Dress. Yeah, like Jessica Rabbit, like sequin shit. Yeah, and a bunch of raiders fucking blew my head off with a gun. They're rude. My dog died. And then, when I, and, then, and then it turns out I don't quick save often enough, so I fucking was like ages back. Oh, still had the I got the dog again. But, you know. The dress is lost. Lost to time. That's not moth, man. That's just a moth. <laughs> you just looking at moths, then? It's just a big moth. There's no man. Not enough man. Moth, man, moth. But, yeah. Um, I'm trying to explore the world a little bit more. And appreciate it as, like, a... Like, how a DM would have made it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you take the time to look around in this Vault 111, instead of going after your baby... You will quickly realize that you are the only one left. You are the uh, sole survivor. That's how people refer to you. Okay, you're the courier in New Vegas and Lone Wanderer in Three. Mm. You have a vague name every time because you know it's all customized. So, mm. um, yeah. If you read some of the log entries on the computers, you will soon realize the doctors running the cryogenics and maintenance were only given enough supplies to last 180 days. Oh. Um, you're, you're, you're personally in there for a bit over 200 years, so it's not enough. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, they all eventually die. Um, the cryopods uh, eventually fail too, leaving a bunch of frosty mummies inside them. Spoiler alert, they focused all the remaining power and consumables onto a single person sickle to keep the vault test running, that being yours. <gasps> lucky. It's not really lucky though, because if, if it wasn't that one, the game wouldn't exist and it'd just be a different frozen guy. Yeah, but lucky yeah. for him. Mm. Lucky for that frozen guy. But not really because, like, like yeah, he, you said, he, everybody he, died. Yeah, he, that, that person survived the ice only to get shot and lose their pretty dress. And their baby, I guess. And their <laughs> husband. Named her, named her Francine Guttis scum or something. <laughs> wow. The test was simply to see what would happen if you freeze a person forever. Um, what happens to them, you know, how if they degrade... There was no intention on defrosting anyone. They didn't care about the maintenance running the cryo. They just wanted to see how they might fail mm. and see what happens to the people inside them. Yeah. Um, They're always doing wacky experiments. That's it, yeah. Theories and, and story writer interviews from the Interplay era, that's the first two in New Vegas, mm. mm-hmm. um, reveal that vault Tech did have ideas about space travel and just ditched in scary Fallout Earth. So this might have been a test to see if you could um, frost people up while you float towards your suitable planet. Which is, like, a pretty common sci-fi thing now. But the whole, like, freezing civilians oh, just to see what happens has a real Unit 731 vibe to it, I feel. But that's, like, an old thing. Like, that's from, like, Alien and shit. Damn cells. Where? There's a name in science. Science. No. Quest- questionable science. The little volcano. Yeah. That's not questionable. Them. We know what happens there. Well, it's questionable because, like... React. Nothing questionable about eating a baby. Eating a baby, huh? Get in my belly. If you want to lean into the cruel experiments, then Vault 12 is the one for you. Featuring in the original game, it's a standard vault, nothing too special about it, but Vault Tech wanted to research how nuclear radiation may affect survivors. Oh. Big. So they simply took the seal off the door. (laughs) But same thing, they just stole that idea from the government... (laughs) <laughs> who set Chernobyl's nuclear plant off. I was going to say from my fridge. Oh. oh. <laughs> no, that, that oven did that too. No, that's what Chernobyl no, that actually happened. actually fell off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. It took, removed the seal. Um, turns out radiation is bad for you. I don't know if you guys know about the people that survived on the surface during this, but do you guys know about ghouls at all? I've seen them. You've seen them? Yeah, they're, they're melty looking. Not me, they like in the game. They are folk who. You say you're a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not a ghoul, you silly. What are you talking about? <laughs> you say you was a goblin. Goblin, these nuts. Um, what? <laughs> goblin, that's great. I'm glad this happened. So, so the ghouls are like very. Um, they look melty, they have very ravaged skin and flesh. They look kind of like melty zombies. They've also got very gritty, horrible voices. I, I thought they talked, like, do do the impression, Toby. I don't know if I can. I'm so sure no, try voices that isn't, like, high-pitched ones. Well, that's what uh, I was hoping you would do. Do, um, um, the Mr. Hanky. That's how they sound. No, the ghouls are all like, I'm so sick with the more. <laughs> And then he shoots you with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and still puts his foot in mouth anyway. What's the one it's yeah. like? Yeah. Um, yeah. The one from Watchmen? <laughs> it's so sad. Jeff Bezos died of Ligma. Or is Jeff Bezos Ligma balls and he's <laughs> <on his> <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
Yeah, um, they have greatly extended lifespans, but will often develop mental deterioration, eventually becoming feral ghouls. You can't communicate with those ones. They just run at you. They're very melty. They go, and you just go, hey, and you shoot them. Do you don't shoot the misfortune. Just hungry. I don't think there's. I don't know if an irradiated Snickers bar is going to help these irradiated survivors. Stop being racist. Maybe they're just hungry. Yeah. Um. So that was the fate of those inside Vault Twelve as well. They were just able to be researched, melted, melted, sad. Um. That area in the game is now called the Necropolis because they all look like corpses, and they're none of them are too happy about it. Surprisingly, they're like, we, we came here, we, we we're going to be protected. Now we're gross, at best. And I'm not happy about it. Yeah. Another horror show vault is the predecessor to that one, Vault 11, featured in Fallout New Vegas. When you explore it, you will find all these campaign sites that seem really strange at first. Um, you know, they say things like, Haley is a known adulterer and communist sympathizer. Elect Haley for overseer. Or, Glover has done nothing wrong, so vote for Stone. What? Alright. Vault 11 gave the occupants all Vault the life support. Vault 11's my favourite one. Vault 11? Yeah. Because right. I just read a list. Nice. That's my favourite one. Okay. I think it's funny. Yeah, so they gave the occupants all the life-supporting things they could ever need in there, if, of course, they would sacrifice one of their own every year. Oh, yeah. Alright, so if you take the time to read about the Vault uh, in your time there, you will learn that the original vault overseer had been keeping this a secret, afraid of the reaction of people already sealed inside and, and cannot escape. Um, he was, you know, right to be afraid, because when they learned of this, they fed him to the machines. He was the first sacrifice. No. And then from, from there on, the people would vote for a new overseer. They would serve a year's term and then be sacrificed at the end of it every time. So the role of leader of the vault became a job elected out of spite and hatred. Oh, no. This ran on for I don't know how long, but in a cruel reveal, when only five occupants were left remaining, they said, fuck it, let the life support fail, we don't care anymore. So when it came time and no one was killed, the computers went, you know, they blew a little pie by there. Um, you know, the people inside this vault were shining examples of humanity because they chose... To all go together than to sacrifice one of their own, and the door opens. Like in Saw. Yeah, that's that's what I wrote. Um, They were shocked to realise the test wasn't Big Brother, it was Saw. Um, And they all just killed themselves, except for one whose fate remains unknown. Meg, if they had just said no, they all would have been okay. Yeah, but they chose to kill like 70 of their own people. Is it Saw 5, that one where it turned out if they just worked together, they would have all got out fine? They all blur together numbers. It's either 4 or 5. Yeah, Yeah, and they thought they were voting people out Big Brother style. And it probably didn't help that the people they hated the most and sucked the most would be the leaders. Mm. I think that's very cheeky. That's very perfect, because, you know... They get, a, they get a, um... Our country's leader blinds himself with a welder after saying, yeah, I know how to weld. <laughs> yeah, he knows how to get combo, I've noticed. Um, yeah, so another one I'd heard of before was Fallout's, Fallout 4's Vault 95. As you play the game, the place is full of gunners, you know, they've got little, little bandits in there. Uh, it's been converted into a hideout of sorts, but as you fight your way around, you may notice this area has a weirdly high amount of chems and alcohol lying around as pickup items. My favorite. Chems being all the different drugs you can take in the game, you know, your speed boosts and you're better at aiming. 
Yeah, sort of speed stuff. boost. Well, it, it makes it the rest of the game. It makes everyone else in slow motion. No, speed is, is already a drug. Until a little thing pops up and says, you have an addiction now. I'm like, oh no, I've got the shakes. <laughs> That's not good. It's a shooting game. Oh no. Yep. So most of the jet and psycho and stim packs are lying beside skeletons wearing Vault 99 jumpsuits. So what happened to it? In this suspicious case, Vault Tech decided to lend a hand to people in need. People with drug addictions would be given a safe place to rehabilitate while they wait out the nuclear fallout outside. Nice of them. Mm. But... I feel like maybe that's a lie. Well, you know what they're like so far. Um, the group became a bit of a family, you know, they were all very positive, and the overseer was more of a therapist than a boss. Annually voted in instead of being chosen by Vault Tech and also not killed after their term. Everyone sort of got along. Um, it was all going well, and the people were all recovered and happy. Until phase two of the experiments. Oh, no. Uh-oh. An undercover Vault-Tec agent and probable virgin named R. Gutierrez opened up a secret compartment full of drugs and booze in the living quarters. The experiment was to study a little thing called relapse. Oh, no. The place fell, you know, apart very quickly after this. Gutierrez opened the door and waited for people to find it. Some wanted the drugs. Some wanted to restrain those who wanted to relapse. Come on, man, we've been clean for like five years. Don't do this. Uh, they were killed in a scuffle. Oh. Um, and then the ones with the drugs were killed by the ones who wanted the drugs. Some hid from the gunshots and violence until eventually they were tempted as well and joined the others only to either be killed or overdose and die anyway. Uh, not a single survivor is found and there's no evidence of any of them. Right. Oh. But what if it was like the I'm other one? I'm not far enough in, but I know for a fact there were 72 occupants in this vault. And looking at, like, some of the tutorials and videos for my research, there's a lot of corpses. I'd be very tempted to count 72 of them, I bet. Mm. What if it was, like, the 11, though, and they all get sober and then they open the door and everyone goes, no, thank you. <laughs> that, that would have been a... Beautiful moment. I was going to say that'd be a pass, but I feel like vault wants the worst thing to happen. So I, I feel, feel like, like though, yeah. this is they getting just shut the drug door and like, we don't need this. We have friendship. Why is there only one company doing these vaults? Because that would never happen. Apparently when Trump got elected, um, like fallout shelters in Australia like picked up as a business. Oh. Exactly. Not just one company. Yeah, me accidentally googling that has revealed to me that like I could have a basement in my shed. Like, oh. because <laughs> there'd be I, one I company like that goes, "How about we do it, but not dodgy?" Currently, they're reusing a bunch of old um, vaults mm. and bomb shelters. Yeah, but they're all turned into like. Strip clubs? No, strip clubs and cafes and stuff. Ah. So the Ukrainians are all hiding out in strip clubs. Yeah, Yeah, that's what they're doing. (laughs) That's what they're they're telling their wives. Mm. Um, Speaking of drug-related vaults, uh, Mr. Cola, you like the Scarecrow, do you not? Yeah, you're funny. I know which one you're going to say. Yeah, let's talk about this one next. Out in the capital wastelands of Fallout 3, we have Vault 106. When you find it, it is very rusted and quiet. What you got? What is first, three or New Vegas? Three. Oh. It's so weird, because Interplay does one and two. I think they changed their name to something else. Um, Fallout 3 comes out under Bethesda. And Obsidian? I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, under a different company, they re- they redo it as like you know a three D game and not those weird like Age of Empire looking ones. And yeah. then the original two did New Vegas for some reason mm-hmm. as like a little side project, and then every other game after has been by the same as Fallout Three. Okay, cool. Oh yes, yeah. Um, so Vault Vault uh, One Hundred Six. When you find it, uh, the door is very rusted. Everything's very quiet. The the lobby's covered in clutter, and a few blood splatters are found on the floor. Um, as you travel through, you are met with hostile but it very insane uh, and violent survivors. You are also met with visions of your father and a few other key characters throughout this game. One more detail I want to mention before going into the experiment itself is that towards the back of the vault you will find a cave-like area with several skeletons and a mini nuke, implying the occupants were trying to blow their way out of the vault before they died. Oh. What were they so desperate to escape from? Who knows because, you know, who knows what they thought they were running from? Because ten days after the vault was closed off, the air filtration system began to release psychoactive gas. Oh, <laughs> the overseer yeah. knew this was going on and had his security tell the vault dwellers that everything is fine and normal no matter what is happening. <laughs> the reason you saw Scarecrow-style hallucinations of people is because the system is still happily pumping gas into this vault. do 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 what do you think about that one? That's a bit rude. Alright. Mm. Good. Cheeky. Yeah. Cheeky. Alright, so they've all been kind what? of... Hmm? Okay. Yeah, go on. They're doing all these experiments. Yeah. First of all, everybody's rude. dead. Yeah. Well, that's part of the so mystery is, the is what their end goal was. And we still don't know. But Because they we were still too lazy to write it. Yeah, well, Vault 1 hasn't been shown yet, so I've got a feeling... Feel like they've got a little hideout somewhere. That crappy mm-hmm. little online game has probably ruined ninety percent of the fans. No, I mean, I saw, I saw a rumble that New Vegas Two is probably going to come out now that Microsoft owns all that shit and it's going to make it a Xbox exclusive, maybe. But that might explain the horrible events of the online one. It was a dream. Mm. Yeah. Um. A lot of these ones so far have been downers, huh? Been a bit sad. Yeah. Or a bit grim, violent. The one with the plant people. I think that one's why I didn't go in any vaults after that in New Vegas. Did you get spooked? No, they're very hard to beat, and that one doesn't have, like, a super exciting story. They were developing... uh, This this is probably a Meg one. They were developing plants that would be able to, like, rip ass through the horrible wasteland in the desert. Like, grow good. Yeah, grow, like, mad skills. Um, But they grew too hard inside the vault. Um, started making spores that turned people into like poison ivy monsters. Oh, but and and that's like the whole that's the whole story. Oh, okay. But yeah, they they're mean, and they also look like the plants, so they bite you, and you're like, hey, I didn't even see it. But... Oh no. And yeah, after that one, I'm like, because in New Vegas you already exist. You're like a postman. Like you don't start in a vault like in the other games. Yes. Um. So you go into one vault, it's full of horrible plant monsters that bite you, and there's not that much to offer inside. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going in these, it's a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I played the rest of the game without like going into any vaults that weren't like story-based. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ah, I don't have time for that, they'll bite me in there. Yeah. Alright, so I've decided it's time for us to tangent into some of the more stupid bonkers ones to liven things up. You ready? Okay. I'm not talking about Vault 43, which was inhabited by 20 men, 10 women, and an angry panther. <laughs> 
Oh, what? Which is in fact canon. Or Vault 77, which housed a single man and his box of puppets for company. Oh. Now let's go now with that's Vault. That's what you call some nighttime entertainment. <laughs> let's go with Vault 108, uh, which didn't start off fun right away, so bear with me. Vault 108 itself was not completed for its intended purpose, but they found a new one when Vault Tech was choosing overseers. They found a man named Brody Jones, who unfortunately had a cancer brewing that Vault Tech predicted, gave him about 40 months to live. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he knew about it. And I don't know if Vault Tech told him about it. Oh. But during his medicals, they're like, alright, we can we can make something of this. Um, they assigned him Vault 108. They then supplied it with a power supply that would fail 18 years shy of the scheduled door opening and made sure the, vo- the backup supply would not be enough to run the place either. Just to pile into the experiment regarding power vacuums and in extreme settings, um, they also overstocked the armory just in case. And didn't supply any entertainment to the occupants whatsoever. Aww. If only they could have seen that dude with the puppets. Yeah. <laughs> it would be better than nothing. Kaya, what do you think would be the fate of this vault? Between the power failure, the over-armory, the... Yeah. Yeah, between all the things. What, what do you reckon? Probably the lights falling out. People were very scared. <laughs> Wait, was <laughs> it just one dude in here? No, no, oh. no we're gonna get. No, I thought this was one dude that was sick. Oh. No, no, he's, he's the, the overseer. The he's like the. He's the boss. Yeah, yeah. they're like a president. I suppose. Wait, what did he do? So here's what happens. Whatever, whatever you think was gonna happen in this situation, didn't, because this one takes a turn that I imagine surprised the hell out of the Vault Tech scientists secretly monitoring the experiment. Brody was to assign people their roles and did a pretty good job, from what I can tell, going based on the occupants' education but also what they would actually like to be doing. Mm. Um, yeah, it was going pretty well. That until, would make you popular. Yeah. But eventually, like, he passed away. Um, and sure enough, there was a power vacuum that needed to be filled. Um, some went for the role of overseer. Others just kind of left their posts and, you know, had a bit of time to wander around while everyone else was distracted and there was no boss to make him do anything. They were just kind of like, all right, sweet, long, long lunch break, you know what I'm saying? It was then they discovered, they were were like wandering through like the unfinished sections of the vault, and they found what the original experiment was going to be. They found a cloning machine. Oh. Right? Okay, so the scientists in this group were like, oh cool, let's fuck around with this before they elect an overseer and make us go back to work. Um, One guy named Gary is then cloned. Yep. Oh. The resulting Gary isn't so bad. Slightly dumber and aggressive, but, you know, pretty close. So it's kind of like, um... Me on Night Shift. Gravity Falls. Yeah. No, wait, that's just the Paper Jam one. The rest are normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. They've got... They've, they found the Garys would get dumber and meaner every time, which means they kept going for some reason. More, Yeah, and they just made more and more of them. They found the Garys would get dumber and meaner every time, but weren't hostile with each other. For some reason, the scientists just kept on cloning. You know, it was fine. They got They're to doing goof- science shit. Yeah, they're goofing around with this machine, and they would just put Garys into the holding cells, intending on trying to cure the aggression, but didn't have much success with that. When interviewing the clones to see how they were doing, they learned that the Garys could only say, Gary. Oh. Yep. Uh, they had about 53 <laughs> Garys at this point and needed room for a 54th. Because <laughs> they just keep on going. So they oh. killed original Gary? Well, that... Nah... 
he dies, but later. Unrelated. Before working out this accommodation issue, they made Gary 54 anyway. You know, he's made flesh or birthed or whatever it is that they do. Uh, But this one was aggressiver than the last one. Mm. Shocking. And he attacked a scientist. Um, Dr. Peterson survived, but was like, Jesus, fuck these guys are shit. And (laughs) him and the other scientists decided to do some culling to make the work environment safer. Little did they realize while discussing this in front of the clones that can hear them, uh, that power supply was due to fail. Oh, no. The one keeping all the cells locked. Oh, no. Gary invasion. Yes. I did say it was going to be the power. Mm-hmm. Um, so Not how I said, because I said they were going to be a friend of light. But Now, nah, let's jump forward to when you find this place as the lone wanderer of Fallout 3. You enter Vault 108. Something in its depth, like somewhere deep inside, you hear, Go. Go. Oh. Go. <laughs> you hear them over there. Gary. They all sound like Doctor Impossible from Venture Bros. Um, yeah, they're just sitting there saying Gary. Uh, there's also a good YouTube video where someone took all the different, like, recordings of the word Gary and, like, prank called a bunch of people. Oh. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so you see the bones of those who once occupied the vault and corpses of scavengers brave or stupid enough to even try to loot the place. They're all really powerful for some reason. Mm. They don't use... Oh, a couple will use guns, but they mostly just hit you with a pipe. Righto. Yep. Once you start heading in, you are attacked by wave after wave of these Garys, all unaging because clones don't need to regenerate cells, apparently. <laughs> if you make it all the way into the cloning facility, you will find a dead guy on the exam chair, implying maybe the Garys were going to take a whack at cloning as well. Oh, no. They saw the other guys doing it. So there you go. Vault-Tec was hoping to get the hang of cloning, decided just to stress out survivors of nuclear war, but discovered that unsupervised people will make so many Garys they will all die for it. Success, perhaps. What do you think yeah. about that one? I mean, the, I feel like you learn more from that one than some of the others. Don't just leave an unattended cloning machine lying around. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't oh, yeah. Sorry, the fate. All right. So Gary twenty three is is kidnapped <gasps> by um Gary maybe the Brotherhood of Steel. I, I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But one of them is like taken from the doorway. Do we? Nah, one of them must have got out. It doesn't matter. Like, someone finds one of them. And because... Oh, no, he did get out. So, the Pip-Boys, you know, the big, stupid, like, headset that you use in the game, um, they're the only things that can unlock bolts. Mm. So, the the vil- like this villain gang find a Gary. They're like, how do we get into vaults full of treasure and stuff? And he just says Gary, and they're like, this is a dickhead. Needs to start answering our fucking questions. Oh no! To which she says, "Gary, they they beat the piss out." Oh, Gary! (laughs) And he doesn't say shit. So then they cut off his arm and take the Pip Boy out because you know, like they puff up, yeah, like a fucking heart rate machine. That's Mm -hmm. how it monitors your health or whatever. And there's a reason for it in the in the games, like law. But they cut off the arm, take it off, and it. Because it's not attached to a man anymore, it deactivates. So it was all for nothing. Oh. And the original Gary. The clones love each other. But real Gary's not a clone. So they oh. fuck him up too. Oh. He's dead. Yeah, because he's oh. fake clone. You're a poser. You're not you're even a, a Gary clone. You're not even a real Gary. <laughs> no, you are a real Gary. That's the fucking problem, mate. You get, you, you're getting cracked in the head fuck. with a lead pipe. Alright. So... 
I asked my co-hosts to throw me a, through num- a few numbers off the top of their heads to help me pick which vaults to cover this episode. One of the random numbers Meg picked, aside from the fucking first one in Fallout 4, was Vault 34. This experiment was to overstock the hell out of the armory like in Vault 108, but that was it. Just wait and see what happens. Give them lots of gun. Yeah, the overseer in charge, they probably picked him too, because he thought that many people in a confined bunker with no real police force probably shouldn't have a bunch of guns on them at all times. So, you know, he locked them away, which caused a bit of a stir within the right-to-bear-arms type in the vault. These people left the vault, becoming the Boomers gang, and moving into an air base on the surface. They're all gone. So, yeah, that's about it for the gun stuff. But after that, the next problem to arise was overpopulation. And for some reason, the, the vault door would not open again after the Boomers ditched this particular popsicle stand. So riots eventually started... Uh, they got very violent, they caused damage to the reactor keeping the place powered, uh, and the reactor flooded the place with irradiated water, and the people who weren't immediately killed became feral ghouls. Nice. It mostly came down to overpopulation. But there you go, Meg, that was your one. Nice. Trey picked out vault number 17. There isn't much known about this one. Uh, it's mentioned in Fallout New Vegas, but... I like that it references Unity, which is a military ran by the Master back in Fallout 1. Mm-hmm. So the Unity group raided this vault. Uh, originally, it might have been one of the control groups, because there's a few that aren't just, fucking horrible, just to, just to, just to make sure that you got a like, base model, but mm-hmm. also to save people for experiments after. You know, just in case you need some fresh ones. Like the baby. Mm. Yeah. Um, so Unity raided this vault and the occupants were turned into super mutants, you know, the big Hulk ones. Dead dumb. I like that they, I like that their weapon is like a bunch of rebar and like a concrete chunk at the end of it. Bash you to death with it. One of these people, uh, the one you learn about this vault from, is a 75 year old grandmother turned Night King, which is just a big, shinier version of a, of a monster. Uh, Lily Bowen. A nice old lady. She was dragged from the vault, saw sunlight for the first time, and then was dunked into a vat of forced evolutionary virus, causing um, her to become a big old Hulk monster. She was then used as a spy and assassin for a while, but now tends cattle in Jacobstown, uh, living a chill life and regularly re-listening to a recording of her grandkids so she doesn't forget them. No. Because you're likely to develop horrible schizophrenia once you become a super mutant. Really? Yeah, so that... Surprising. So there's not much known about it, but there's, you know, like, key world-building characters that come from that place. Hmm. Alright, Kaya picked out a safer one. In fact, one of the better outcomes in the whole fucking series, Vault 8. I'm very smart. The hundred people in this vault did fine. Literally nothing to say, because it worked perfectly. This is one of the control groups. The occupants used... um, I think they got out slightly early, because their area just de-irradiated just by chance, like, they did okay. Yeah. The occupants used their Garden of Eden kit, you know, a terraforming little gadgety gizmo to, to um, make plants again once you get out there. Sunflowers are particularly good. I'm just saying, if they had Garden of Eden kits in Wally, they wouldn't have had to wait for that dingus to find the, the boot. Plant. That's what I'm saying, man. They've got, they've got pre-built plant. Yep, so they the door opened, they used their, their Eden kit to build... Vault City, one of the most advanced and safe places in the whole franchise. Only problem is how protective the people are of this place. 
They're very quick to exile, willing to enslave people that show up, and are just kind of racist towards everyone else. Oh. But if you were born there, then that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I've heard some worse ones today. <laughs> Certainly. Um, so, for the last one on my list for today, Cola had requested something a little more culty. Cool. As yeah, he tends to do. I thought there would have been more. See, yeah, the Fallout franchise has plenty of cults. Not many come from the vaults themselves, because everyone went in was a realistic, futuristic, post-1950s person, you know, like that Christianity and other shit. Mm. Um, yeah. So best I can do is Fallout, uh, sorry, the Vault 29. Uh, the one inhabited by people aged 15 years and under exclusively. This one is kind of up to interpretation. It's briefly mentioned in Fallout 76 in an audio tape referring to the vaults being full of obnoxious teenagers. Uh, But that's about it, really. A friendly mutant named Harold from Fallout 1 claims to have grown up in a vault, and the series Bible that ran along with it um, claimed he came from Vault 29, uh, a vault that only housed those younger than 16, which matches Harold's age during the Great War, like, roughly it would fit. Mm. Um... And all the rest of the information comes from a cancelled game, the original Fallout 3 before the company's changed, Fallout Van Buren. i got to stop bringing this Zoom thing up because I need my little scroll button. Okay, there we go. Um, so take it or leave it as fact from this point out, okay? Uh, the plan was to have the parents of these occupants quote-unquote accidentally redirected to other vaults instead of... And instead of letting children run it themselves, a supercomputer called Zax was to be the overseer. Um, a brain in a supercomputer named Diana learnt of this plan to take children, have computers raise them very primitively, and then send them out to the wilderness when they turned 16 to see what society they would create. So the- is this kind of like the beds in Venture Bros teaching the boys? That was the original plan, and then they were just... Send them out into the world and see what happens. Yeah, but Diana thought this was a um, appalling. Yeah, she took control of this, raising the children herself, using projectors to put out an image of herself, and she would send out robots to build a little village atop the vaults, um, you know, dirt. Uh, it was called Twin Mothers. So when the occupants left, they could remain close to her in peace and solitude. Um, and she was kind of a god in, in their eyes, I guess, perceived as a bit of a a god lady. At least it was written that way. In the Van Buren game, the vault would have ran out of power and died off by the time you get there, but the village would still be doing, you know, doing its thing atop the vault itself, which would now be a holy place to those living in Twin Mothers. So there you go. I mean, in multiple other things, they talk about the fact that, like, young kids, if you remove them from their parents... Mm. They'll just latch onto something else. Yeah, and now they have so like a, a sweet hologram of a lady, presumably. Yeah. Mm. Which would have been a cool one. I And the fact that they're still making note of this vault in 76, the shooting online current one, um, it's still an idea that they're floating. I got. It. I do like that um, the people that bought the franchise are keeping it so close to the original. But that's like... There's like, so much that you can do with it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's mm. it's it's, a, it's already a fun, dense thing. You to can play still put with. your own throw, like your own spin on things, without yeah. destroying anything everyone else before you. Yeah, like um, like how Vault Tech 
and the Enclave were like kind of considering doing all this for space travel. And then you have the Nuka World DLC in Fallout 4. And there's like a check out space. It's a theme park DLC. And they're like, check out the idea of space. And it's like in huge letters across it, like sponsored by Vault Tech. And they've got all this like experimental stuff, but they're also leaking radiation and like psychotics into the thing to see how the, the, um, the guests at the theme park would react to it. Just small doses, you know? If they can minimize the amount that they're fucking with people in the vault in their space travel but how much how much is a human tolerance of losing their fucking mind to radiation oh no uh, right how but yeah they're still floating those same ideas how many mm. vaults have cool. they not talked about or shown there yet? is confirmed 122 i'm not sure how many haven't been revealed yet be an no, easy no, thing to do they're gonna run out they probably will, but given how yeah, you all threw out so many numbers and I could only find a collection, there's still plenty to fuck But they'll bring out, like, Fallout 7 and there'll be, like, one vault in the entire game because that's the only one left. I feel like you don't need them either. Like, there's, like I said, like, I didn't fuck with them in New Vegas and there's still so much other cool shit. Yeah, but you're bad at the game. <laughs> fuck, it's atrocious at that game. So there you go. A nice collection of vaults. I feel like we might cover more in the future in other episodes. Like, I would like to talk about Tranquility Lane and Vault 112, but that shit alone would show up most of an episode. So we'll have to come back to that another time, you know. Any closing thoughts? You should like and subscribe and let us know if you want more vaults. Yeah, if you want want us to explore more horrible dank holes in the ground, let us know. Pick a number between... One and 122 that we didn't cover today. That also has stuff about it. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts? I Um, feel like the mythology of Fallout's pretty good. I'm not very good at the games, but they're fun to, like, read about. Yeah. It's, like, an interesting thought for a game. Like, I hadn't really proper heard about it before, and it sounded pretty cool. But Meg hasn't heard about it because... In our house, we're, Skyrim we're people. real people and we play like Skyrim and not shitty. Well, it's made people. by the same people, man. Yeah, no, see, and they Fallout's just Skyrim but sad and space. No, it's just Skyrim except bad. Skyrim but bad. I don't know why, but I played it for a day and the gameplay is that shit. I'll never play Fallout ever again. You just gotta, you gotta roll like, with that well, VAT system. Well, I, I love pausing it. at every three seconds to just like automatically aim at something instead of just playing the fucking shooter. I don't mind it. It's good because I don't like fucking shooters. I'm not a big fan of the first person shooter. It's like, here's an improvised, like, here's a um, compromise. I'm like, okay, I'm into that. But it's like, you want to explore we're going to make you watch a movie, but every five seconds it will pause for a second and just like show you the enemy See, you say that, but there is something so delightful about that one cinematic shot because... For Meg, like, you, you, you press the button, it pauses time, it, it almost pauses time, it's very very slow motion, like, and you select the parts of the body on the enemy you want to target, and there's a percentage chance depending on weapon, accuracy, and if you've had a head injury. Ah. But, um, or if you had your arm blown off in an explosion. But, um, then you select them, and it goes into, like, cinematic camera modes as you do it, like, it shows them getting shot or you firing. But there's like a really great one where you've got the rifle and you look down the sights and you fire and it follows the bullet 
Oh, okay. Along and then it hits the person and they go, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, they're dead. Yeah. But that's exciting. You, you've uh, gotten a lot of the gentleman dude, too. <laughs> the lucky gentleman that comes in. Oh, man. You've yeah. got him heaps. I don't have time to try and explain theories about the, um, what's his name? Mysterious Stranger. Mysterious Stranger. But he's cool, though. I went with lucky, lucky gentleman. Well, <laughs> oh, he's a luck thing. Okay. I was kind of not wrong. If you, if you, there's a perk in your luck stat called uh, Mysterious Stranger. Okay. And there's like a 1% chance that during one of these baths showdowns where you select a few spots with your action points and start doing them, a man in a fedora and trench coat will just rock up with a fucking revolver and just like uh, do a one-hit kill on the enemy you targeted and then disappear for him. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, like, and he's good. super fancy. Yeah, he comes in and it, it plays like, like Dick a... Tracy. Yeah, and it plays oh, okay. like a like a noir fucking detective music. You go... Bang! And then he leaves and goes... If you make your character really stupid, everyone talks to you like you're disabled. That's that's and the best run of New Vegas. Unacceptable. Well, you can't communicate properly. That's so funny. In that game, you wake up after a bullet to the head, and like it rebuilds your stats from there. As the doctor's like, "How are you feeling?" And you set up based on that. But if you drop your intelligence down to zero, the doctor's like, "I'm so sorry, I couldn't help." <laughs> like that bullet just destroyed you. I'm surprised you're walking around and breathing. I'm fucking sorry, man. And then you just go out and start your adventure. Off you go. Just go. <laughs> just Bye. you just fast gump your ass across the Mojave Desert. Very good. Yeah, it's fun. Pronounce Majava. Majava. Um. Yes. So for the homework, we have seen many locations around America. You know, Vegas, Salem, the White House. I think. Um. Today's ugh, homework is that was a burp. Um. Is what. Uh, some places you would like to see in the future of the Fallout games. Disney World. Disneyland. Disney that, World. We've already had a theme yeah. park one. Mm. There's a couple roller coasters in the Vegas one. And the Nuka World stuff. It's more of like a fancy expo, I guess. Do New Orleans and there can be voodoo people. That'd be oh, fun. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be a sick addition. Voodoo. I love voodoo. It's very productive. Yeah. What about you, Maggie? San Francisco. Like Spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Spoon. San Jose. Alcatraz. Alcatraz would make sense as a fucking place in these games, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be exactly one of the places you'd explore. Alcatraz is cool. Um, I know Vault Tech isn't an American company, but Australia is so unmentioned in the Fallout universe, it honestly may be doing better than the Australia in the GT universe. Look up the American Australia War Rockstar for the fucking information about how we got bombed. Aww. <laughs> um, but yeah, Fallout 2, the only reference to anything Australian. Fallout 2 features a few skeletons of horned kangaroos. Oh. Um, this is mostly a reference to the home of fellow apocalypse lone wanderer and inspiration for the original games, Mad Max. <laughs> but that's it. We just got some dead kangaroos. Oh, and I think I would actually like to explore an Australia Fallout game. I think it would be fun. There'd be a big platypus and you'd fight it. And then you'd kill a monster living in the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Would it bring back all the megafauna? It Maybe. could. Yeah, that'd be cool. They'd like, be like, like a, a bit more jungle. I mean, it would, so you'd have like more for bats a... the sizes of hatchbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, but mm. could you imagine... A mini boss sized wombat that's definitely gonna be fanged and carnivorous because it's fucking Fallout trying to get you. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> it'd be fucking terrifying. It'd be a tank too. So much health on that thing because it's thick. Yeah. It's a thick boy. 
Wombats are the loaves of bread of the animal but that's kingdom. But that's why, that's why I want it to happen. Because wombats right now, you know... They're not used enough. They're not scary enough. They're not scary enough. Mm. Give them, like, a platypus. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you, if you have... Okay, this is the same thing with Moo Moo. Mm. If you have a hatchback... Yep. Full speed ahead at you, even slowly, you're gonna be like, nope. I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, I don't no. want to. I don't want to touch it. Hmm. Wombats can stop a car. A mutant one's Wombats gonna rip your cars. shit. Yeah, that'd be fun. It goes from being a speed hump to being the speed. I love it. And I hope, and I hope if they do it, all of Western Australia is already gone. I ain't got time for that. Western Australia is very nice. If you like humidity. Where do we live? In also a humid spot. We're not doing I, any better. I feel like you're not really prepared. I feel like Mad Max should be DLC in it. <laughs> Put him in it. Yeah, do it. They're driving around in their fancy cars. They're half and paint. They're having a great time. Nice. All right. Did you have an answer, Kai? What happens? Oh, yeah, I answered like 400 yeah. times. No, no, you're good. This is why we're talking about German Wombats. Well, you can do Movie World in my ones. We and New Wombats. We can share theme parks. Um, Alright, so there you go. I hope you liked this episode of The School for Wildwood Nerds. I've been your host, Toby. I've been joined by Kyle. Hi. I've been joined by Mr. The Cole. Oof. I've been joined by Megan Chickatilla. Hi. Ask yourself, what makes you special? Class dismissed. What? Not a lot. It's a reference to the get. Yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah. Thank you.